Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to Occasional Levity on Unsafe Space. I am Beverly, and I brushed my teeth a few minutes ago, and my toothbrush slipped from my teeth onto my nose somehow. But now my nose feels really refreshed, so win-win. Today is October 21st, 2022. Our guest today is Adam Coleman of Wrong Speak Publishing. But first, let me bring on my co-host, my ladies-in-waiting, Alex and Juliet. Why, hello, guys. I hi, hello. Oh, <laughs> I think we're starting great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two words out and already... Like I said, I brushed my teeth and I failed at it. So I don't, I just don't even know how it happened. I was really surprised though. I'm like, how did it like slip out of and just like, and I had toothpaste all over my nose. I'm like, I don't have any idea. And then I was just like feeling it burn up in the nostrils. Oh gosh. So I'm still clean. I thought you were going to say you do what I always do, where you're like doing it too fast and aggressively, and then you just jab yourself really hard, and you're like, oh my god, okay. I'm doing this my whole life, it's fine. You're going to go slow and gentle, methodical. <laughs> oh, is it too soon for innuendo? Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, well, how are you guys doing? Good. Um, it's I, not freezing here today, so I've, yeah, I've been same. very happy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's chilly inside, like outside, it got warm, but it's been like 30s, 40s. I mm -hmm. finally put the ducks back outside today because they've just been inside. I've been giving them um, bathtub baths again, like for mm -hmm. their swim time. Uh, but now they're sitting outside in the sunlight. So <laughs> it's nice. Uh, yeah, well, we've got housekeeping of some sort, right? We've got um, October 30th at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. specifics, uh, specific, Pacific. <laughs> We're doing great. We're doing great. It's spreading. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm bidening. I'm bidening. <laughs> uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern, we've got Book Club, Slaughterhouse 5 by Kurt Vonnegut, hosted by Juliet. <sighs> All right. Yes. I got it. Um, anything else? We, got, we had Alex's uh, interview with... CEO of Utreon, Edward Brower, earlier today. So if you did not watch that, check that out. Um, we'll have some extra content on Utreon.com itself on our channel. So go check that out. It'll be, oh, I'll awesome. post about it when we, when I get it uh, published there. <laughs> um, so that'll be, that'll be soon, I swear. I actually, it's kind of funny because that interview came out today and I published my first like video on Utreon. Mm, nice. As well. ah. <laughs> so nice. All right. See, look at us go. We're doing it, ladies. <laughs> um, anything else as far as housekeeping goes? I can't think of anything. Halloween's coming up. So get your Halloween. Well, let's do costumes next week. Uh <laughs> I got, I don't even know what I, I've got a lot of old costumes. So I'm always a cat because I'll put his <laughs> eyeliner, you know, just dry it on there. Yeah. Good to go. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. If that's everything, it's seriously, it just nothing's, nothing's coming to mind though. So if I'm missing out on anything, let me know. Rumble, let me make sure I'm going to say hello. I see Kiowa Renegade says, What's the show about today? Who knows? Um, we do have the CDC votes to add COVID-19 vax to child immunizations. Uh, we had that as the title. So that's the first thing we're going to cover. And I feel bad because last week there were rumble rants in the live chat and I forgot to read them. So I'm sorry, Ron Green, one, I think is the username. I saw him on there and I, I failed you. 
Uh, all right. Well, then let's bring on Adam and let him introduce himself, his pretty self. <laughs> I wasn't expecting <laughs> you to call me pretty. <laughs> um, pretty little thing. <laughs> um, how you doing? Good. I don't know why. Every time when I add guests on, it always puts them into like the bottom left corner. Like Juliet gets pushed to the side, so I usually swap. But I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let right. Adam be on the left side, and we'll see. We're yeah. switching it up. Switching it up. That's fine. <laughs> For now, until I get bothered by it, and then swap it. Maybe I'll just move us all around. We'll just like just randomly. randomly. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that now, so I think I might do that because I like to troll. <laughs> so, Adam, tell us a little bit about your pretty self. Um, well, for one, I wasn't. I'm not used to being called pretty, so that's <laughs> that's throwing me off. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like to do, like to keep people on their toes, and yeah, but we're gonna uh, have some hard hitting questions for you too. So, <laughs> gotcha. Um, so for people who aren't familiar with me, I'm the author of the book that's right behind me, Black Victim, the Black Victor. Um, I am the founder of Wrong Seek Publishing, uh, where we advocate for free speech with intellectual thought. And um, I am soon to be a, I want to say near full-time writer. Um, I think I saw you post about that on Twitter, that you left, you left your, your job to, to, you know, focus on writing and stuff. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, but, you know, um, so something weird happened. So Friday, I gave my notice that my last day was going to be basically the day before Thanksgiving and just starting fresh in December. And Monday, they're like, would you work part-time, remote? Oh. Like, okay. Extra cash yeah. and remote, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, they know my book. They know what I'm doing. They're like, we're really proud of you and happy for you. How could oh. we help you? I was like, oh. I wasn't expecting wow. this. So Yeah. So That's I'll awesome. be doing a little bit IT on the side, and I'll still be flexible enough to write as often as I need to. Wow, that's, that's awesome. so cool. That's so cool, yeah. yeah. Everything's <laughs> coming up, Adam. Can you, like, <laughs> spread some, like, good luck over our way? I don't know, for the uh, Alex and Julia probably have perfect lives. Can you, can you spread some <laughs> other lives? <laughs> yeah, we'll Look stick how perfect that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, awesome. uh, yeah, uh, but to finish, uh, I, I, I write op-eds, uh, New York Post, uh, a few for Newsweek. Um, I'll be... Oh, I'll, I'll at least say this. Starting in December, I will be a weekly columnist for Human Events. Ooh, um, congratulations. So, awesome. Thank you. Um, and I will be writing more for The Federalist. Um, so that, that should be a, an interesting combination there. So, But basically, I've been writing for The New York Post every week um, for the next number of months. I don't remember how many months now. Um, so they technically don't have columnists anymore per se, but I'm kind of as close as you can get. So, yeah. Awesome. Wow. All right. Well, he's everywhere. So you can find him all over the place. New York post is a great one too, just for as far as like, Hey, it's the things that mainstream isn't saying, like they're really uh -huh. good for that. Yeah. Like, that I come across a lot. So <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, and follow on Twitter because it's a. I mean, I don't use Twitter a lot, but then when you pop up, though, I always see like, oh, he's being sassy today. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, I'll say something like, uh, somewhat like 
smart and like, oh, introspective. And then I have like a, a dirty joke later on. Yeah. People <laughs> Which completely is caught off guard. Perfect for this though, too. Well, I mean, we're mostly joking about stuff, but then like we got some serious <laughs> topics that I'm not gonna take seriously. So it'll be great for this. And hello like to this one. chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so I think I saw Steph say in chat here. Where was it? I lost it. Um, uh, oh, nope. I lost it. I have no idea. But it was fun. Whatever it was, it made me giggle. This <laughs> doesn't seem like a humorous topic is what one person yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. It was your friend Paul. Your friend Paul had said, it's time for some levity. Let's talk about forced injections for children. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did with the thumbnail. And I was like, coof jabs for kids. Yeah. <laughs> And thought, like, how can we do that? We did, what was the other one that we had confetti for, too, with the... Nuclear uh, war. Nuclear war, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Whatever, right. it's, like, the worst possible thing you could think of. Confetti! Yeah. <laughs> Make confetti. <laughs> well, Alex, you were talking yeah. about Pixabay yesterday, so I was like, let me find, like, whatever background images I can swap stuff out. And then one of the... I think I just searched fun, and then this background came up there. I'm like, more confetti! Okay. That was like, oof jabs. Yeah, Polly. Yay, nukes. So we do have uh, this this news topic. Uh, we'll see how serious it is. CDC votes to add COVID-19 vaccines to childhood immunization schedule. And uh, I don't know if you guys have read much into this. I did not. Um, is so he we can... wearing a VR? Is that kid wearing a VR yep. headset? Apple. <laughs> VR. I don't know what the other. Wow. Yeah. yeah Why? <laughs> he gets to a distraction. Yeah, but then the distraction is just him sitting inside another hospital room, getting <laughs> apparently like five people holding him down to get to the shit. It is a lot of people. There's so many hands on this kid. Like, why is this happening? <laughs> I really I don't like shots. Kid. I don't like shots either, but I can't imagine like three people trying to yeah. hold me down. <laughs> I would feel like it would make it worse. Yeah, um, like more traumatic that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because yeah. I, like, I don't know, just because I've been watching a lot of like, uh, you know, horror movies and stuff when you just have a like a bunch of arms <laughs> sticking out of it, like, I don't know, or like holding you down. And it's pretty terrifying. Shots, I don't mind so much as as... Uh, I was saying this yesterday on the stream too of the the um, blood pressure. I hate being squeezed. I hate being squeezed. Mm. But I like shots. Like, mm. I mentioned before that I have blood injury injection phobia. So like so like any kind of like if it's an injection or even a blood draw, like it like my blood pressure just skyrockets. And it's so bad. Like I every once in a while, like I had to go get a um a tetanus booster, like a last year because uh-huh. i got into a cat fight like a real cat fight not yeah like with the little <laughs> i assume yeah, and, <laughs> and like uh and i almost fainted like I'll, I'll admit that i'm like it's the biggest pussy thing about me is that Let's see, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like more more about cats everything <laughs> but um yeah like i just i i can't imagine though that i would feel any less stressed the more people were touching me. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like five people with their hands on me. No. 
Just one person. Is it to make it realistic? Like, what would you be doing in a VR thing that's like, I want a bunch of things holding me down? Like, maybe maybe like you're in a roller coaster ride and we're acting like your seatbelt now. So it feels like it's realistic. (laughs) They're they're all zombies trying to grab you. Oh, that's not calming. (laughs) 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 Be, Be more fun or relaxing. So. And I guess like, oh, if you get the shot, it's just you getting bit by a zombie. So it's okay. <laughs> That's uh, still stressful. You know, I was thinking about when uh, I had to get a shot from a doctor one time. Uh, and he was, and I'm, you know, I don't like needles. And he was, and I told him, I was like, I don't really like getting shots. He was like, all right, it's all right. All right. You ready? I was like, yeah. He's like, on the count of three, one shot. <laughs> yeah, <he knows. laughs> Oh God! Look at that poor kid. I know he's. Oh man, that face. Like he just ate a lemon. (laughs) And was stabbed at the same (laughs) time. Stabbed and eating a lemon. Yeah. I mean, myocarditis doesn't feel good. So no, no, it really doesn't. (laughs) If that were to happen, but YouTube, we're not saying one way or another what might cause that. No, Uh, no. So let's read this for, I'm going to read it quickly. So put your listening ears on. Speaking earlier in the morning, Dr. Patricia Wody said that the COVID-19 vaccine has been placed as a recommendation from six months of age and older. During a question period, one member of the committee raised questions over the vaccine being included on the schedule when it's been recommended for use under an emergency use authorization, to which Wody said that they spoke with the Office of General Counsel, who said that it would be okay to add. The vote comes after the committee approved 15 to 0 to add the vaccination to the federally funded vaccine for kids program, which provides vaccines to children at no or low cost to families. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, for those of you who are unfamiliar with that term, advisory committee is set to vote on Thursday over whether to add the COVID-19 vaccine to the recommended schedule of vaccines for children. So they are going to vote for it. They have not yet. Because sometimes when they phrase it in like headlines where it's like, they vote uh, like our CDC votes for this. Like, did that happen already, or is this going to happen? Well, they they yeah. voted to add it to the the program to provide oh. it for kids. Oh, Not I see. I see. Okay. that's what that one sentence is saying: is that for the here. vaccine for kids program, which is like we paid for the vaccines, so the parents don't have to essentially. Um, but like, that's a precursor to them basically doing. deciding that they're going to do it for the schedule I would yeah say. okay okay yeah look at that even his blue camo mask isn't gonna protect him from that pain <laughs> look yeah, she's got that fun fun uh cookie monster um, yeah yeah <laughs> what were you gonna oh, say no it was uh, you know it's it's crazy because i don't even know what i can say <laughs> no, it's fine. If we get banned, we get banned. Whatever. I just like there was to... a tag on the on on the show already, like before yeah. we even. Oh really? Oh, it had about yeah. the vaccines yeah. and the CDs. What the CDC said about them. It was yeah. already yeah. up there. Yeah. yeah, YouTube hates us, and but I just like to throw in sarcastically of like, of course we don't actually believe what these things. You know, uh, allegedly, allegedly. So yeah, <laughs> say whatever you want. We're gonna we're pushing for Rumble. Go everyone, go watch on Rumble. I've got Rumble uh, up. Let me. Oh, we've got more. Kiowa renegade Saudi Arabia joined BRICS, and now the petrodollar is at risk for dollar default default. 
Gaiji, I don't even know these names. Everything is at risk for default. Um, Juliet, you're on there too. Hey, Gaijeep. Hi, Juliet. Where's Paul? Ron Green One. There's Ron Green One. See, I remembered him. Hey, Juliet. Gaijeep, need a VR headset to see the world from a 2018 perspective. Juliet, Paul is over on YouTube right now. Paul, go over to Rumble. <laughs> we'll never want to go to Rumble. Gaijeep, well, he gave too. A super chat. I know. I see that. I will re- yeah, I'll read in a sec. Ron Green. All vaccinated children will be given an espresso and a free puppy. See, look at me. I'm reading stuff on Rumble. People should go to Rumble over there. <laughs> Paul, thank you for the super chat. They were, and now it's blocking pretty Adam's face. They were just helping him aim in game. <laughs> VR, yeah. I was trying to sh- like shoot a basketball or something though, too. I'm like, all right, well. Hold your arms, which seems bad to move your arm when you're getting a shot there. <laughs> oh man! Um, Hi, what was I going to say? Someone was someone was actually showing me, and I think it was in Florida, but they were showing me how they started checking. Damn, I, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this. It was something like they were going to start checking kids for heart disease and heart attacks. Oh. Um, uh, but I'm probably messing up. The, I'm likely messing up the details because I didn't look into it too far. But um, that's okay. Yeah. Just make up that's, stuff. That's, Just make that up stuff. That's totally normal. Yeah. yeah. No, that sounds that sounds about right. I mean, in DC, they had ads on the metro buses at the very beginning of this, where they were like, you know, there's a risk for strokes in children too. You should know the signs. <laughs> it's like, wow, it's weird that I've never heard of that before. Right now. Yes. <laughs> I love which which. Canadian province where one they were like hey the the leading cause of death right now in, in adults is unknown cause of death <laughs> <laughs> that is what they have is number one I forget what like Alberta or something though where they're like yeah there's a lot of unknown cause of death it's really attacking everyone here um, I love this from your friend Paul they're blaming video games for kids heart <laughs> and what I love about yes, that is that like Ever since freaking video games came out, it's the it's like everyone's favorite scapegoat. Like, oh, people don't have good memories. Video games, violence, video games, mm-hmm. uh, heart problems, video games. <laughs> yep, it's the wow. source of all the problems in the world. Clearly, <laughs> why have we not banned video games yet when they're causing all of these issues? But don't because forget white supremacy, fun. video games. White supremacy. Right. Yeah. yeah, how could we? Is is yeah. are video games causing white supremacy, or are the white supremacists like do, the ones making the video games that are causing all these other problems to be uh, oppressive? No, the uh, video games are the gateway towards white supremacy. Okay, okay. There you so. go. So also that, there a you go. To pedophilia and, <laughs> and <Right. laughs> like everything you could think of. Just. If you guys are are aspiring white supremacists, go play some video games. You heard it here <laughs> first. <laughs> Not, uh, what is like the the more like chill ones, like Journey or whatever. <laughs> and literally, you don't kill anything. You just run along uh, and solve puzzles. <laughs> like not uh, those ones, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> those ones are okay. I don't know. I still just like Super Mario games are. My Me name. too. <laughs> so, not sure what it means when Yoshi's eating like a Koopa Troopa shell or not. Like, is that racist? <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm stomping <laughs> on a Goomba. 
We'll have to ask against expert. turtles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who who hasn't played solitaire and thought to themselves, "I hate immigrants," you know? Like, <laughs> That is so true. It's funny. I I guarantee you, if there weren't enough video games to to for them to clown on, they would go after solitaire because the point is literally (laughs) to like put everything in its own suit. And it's like, oh, it's about segregation. You know, someone (laughs) else is gonna make that article at some point. (laughs) Wait, I I know the title already. It's the deep seated racism in solitaire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it always be. Yes. There. Oh, I like and I like this as a game too. Like, what can let's pick different? T- I know, like Ryan Long did videos on like when they just insert insert whatever thing here that is racist because. But I like and that. then he like, showed a real article every. Oh, they're time everywhere. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I like Great. it as a uh, choosing like games or other things though too, and and we just trying to figure out like okay, what can we say about this that makes it race? Like, why is this racist? Because we can like pick point out anything. I'm sure. So we'll choose like board games and just. <laughs> talk about I, mean, I think a couple of people have done that like you know holly Matthews sure. did that for a while when she was on twitter she probably she was like let me make a problematized thread you know give me yeah, a topic yeah, yeah. and i'll problematize it uh that ann lesby phd satire account she does that <laughs> um, she's really funny because she gets people like all the time and i don't know if ann lesby is run by a man or a woman for real oh i know you do? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> secret secrets. She does she does it too. And yeah, those are I love it though when people fall for Anne Lesby because that one is like you read the, the profile and it's so obviously satire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, okay. So let's just steal their ideas and do it. We'll just copy exact the things that they've already done so we don't have to do any work at all. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just read it. <laughs> There's a word for that. Um, well, any other things on the CDC topic? I don't, I mean, I think we can all agree that it seems like a very wonderful idea and that everyone's going to be really happy with no issues at all. Um, um I, the only thing I would say is I, I kind of feel like they were like, hey, we're going to make your kids get this. Definitely do not pay attention to anything that was happening at Boston University with gain of function research. Oh, yeah. We yeah. won't talk about that. Even though, like, funding in the report cited NIH, and NIH is like, we didn't know. Oh, this again. Uh huh. Well, if we were funding it and that's what they were doing, we had no idea. Well, like we learned last week, they're going at the speed of science. Uh, (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, uh, on the vaccinations for the kids and everything, uh, chat has brought up that each state can, like, you know, push back on this. And I know yeah. Arizona has always had a sort of like, oh, no, you don't actually have to do the immunizations. We like ask that you do, but you don't have to if you want to bring your kids to our schools. So like some states already had like loopholes in there and like some states will de- will decide we're putting in loopholes like they will yeah. <laughs> freaking do it. So and, and I imagine some states uh, congresses are currently already working on bills like I would not be surprised at all that they're like, right. oh, this is coming. <laughs> Make a bill real fast. We're gonna get it out on our books. Like I, I guarantee you it's already happening. They're already pushing back. Mm. Right. Uh JP, 
says, what about the variation out of South Africa, which is Delta with Omicron spikes, which was in the news the day before Boston U made its announcement? Odd coincidence. <laughs> oh, dear. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. Let's see how much we can say and find out whether we get banned. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to keep like saying the the... the addition that like allegedly we don't believe allegedly (laughs) and we're making fun of these people who who believe these crackpot theories definitely yeah jb (laughs) 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 making fun of you crackpot (laughs) (laughs) um Um, all right that's out he did say something else about it what did he say they called it recombiant Convenient, sorry, virus, which I find odd since a virus has one parent, not two. So, how did Delta and Omicron have a baby? Oh, oh, well, that's simple. It's called a lab. <laughs> <laughs> that's where all viruses have babies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take some genes from one and some from another, and you put them together, and you got a virus. Yeah. Baby. When two viruses love each other enough. Thank you. Where, what about the, the virus stork? The virus stork. <laughs> yes. Um, Guy Jeep and Rumble says, wow, there are a lot more Rumble chats over here. Your friend Paul's over there too, but Guy Jeep says, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. It's G-I Jeep. Is that how I'm supposed to be pronouncing it? Yes. It's in all caps. So I thought it's all, I'm just supposed to pronounce the sounds of it. Jeep. <laughs> Um, so GI Jeep. Like, oh no, there it is. I do see it above GI Jeep. Sorry, I kind of like Guy Jeep more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he says that Saskatchewan is the best province, and that is where the show Corner Gas took place. Um, the like one of the top sitcoms in Canada. So if you guys haven't watched that, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anyone else, but it's a uh, it's a good it's a good show about nothing more than Seinfeld was. Um. Blasphemy. (laughs) (laughs) Because Seinfeld took place in New York. Corner Gas, they're in a town of like 500 people or something. That was like 600. So it's, it's yeah, there's not much there. Steph, thank you for the super chat. Someone please pinch me because I feel like we are in the beginning stages of Resident Evil. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I did recently watch all those movies. I think I'm still behind on like the last two animated movies, but I watched all the live action movies. So... Movies, uh, the TV show on Netflix. I'm playing the video mm. games for Spooky yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, and like all of them are about scientists fucking with a virus that <laughs> down the entire world. And it's like, you know, almost every major problem we talk about has existed in sci fi and mm. it, it is all about the whole hubris of doing stupid <laughs> shit. Yeah. Maybe I could. It's the Jurassic Park line. Your scientists were so busy figuring out if they could that they didn't ask if they should. And it's like, right. doing that? I, but I, so I don't understand why that relates to, like, real world relates to Resident Evil at all, because none of that has ever had, like, the, nothing was lab created. Nothing, scientists no. have been working at the speed of silence mm-hmm. and doing everything on the up and up. So, William Brown, Dog River. Yes. Yeah, see, he watches it. That is the name of the town of Corner Gas. So, yeah. so my question is, 
uh, which company is more like Umbrella Corp? Is it Pfizer? Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I mean, I think it's Pfizer. Pfizer, Moderna. Who else do we have? Uh, Johnson and Johnson. Who is it? Jansen? I forget the Johnson other. and Johnson. Johnson. Or- yeah. I, I think it's Pfizer. I would say Pfizer, yeah, because Pfizer is yeah. the one that I that I hear on the commercial ads and stuff too, like sponsored by Pfizer. Like they're they're just everywhere. So I yes. yeah. I would say Pfizer is the winner. <laughs> um, William Brown says NIH is umbrella. I was gonna say that NIH or NIAID or what like gates foundation by the way guys if the stream goes down on youtube just hop over to rumble to rumble we'll still be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. youtube might kick us off on well, said it. every word <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but also this is sponsored to you by pfizer <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, just saving humanity i mean they're doing god's yeah. work <laughs> 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 Yes, th- that's actually the problem. They're doing God's work. Yeah. <laughs> Stepping on his toes over here. Yeah. Um, let's maybe we should talk about something less controversial. How about uh, election in- election integrity? Yes. Yeah. I'm joking. You have, yeah, <laughs> you have midterms. Keep seeing commercials for that now. So that's been fun. It's, it's kind of nice to see back and forth. I was I was more used to like, oh, it's all going in one direction. But then they're all so cheesy and, and everything. And I keep getting I these because I'm in Arizona. I keep getting these ads against Carrie Lake. And they keep going. They keep showing this part where she's on Tim Pool, and she says that she believes we have the that because of the Second Amendment that rocket launchers are like fair game, essentially. And they call her seriously dangerous. And, uh, and I was like, you just made me want to vote for her like as many right. times as possible. Yeah, like, okay, I, don't, yeah. I don't think this worked in your favor mm. as you thought it would. <laughs> Someone is going to be a badass. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, if the zombie apocalypse happens, I'm okay. Right. Something to fight Nemesis with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I actually, Carrie Lake seems, uh, she's one of the few who seems like kind of a badass Mm -hmm. as far as um, going after the media and calling them on their shit. Um, I do appreciate any politician who does that. Um, But yeah, she seems interesting. I know you're, you're in Arizona, so that's more affecting you but what do you what do you personally think of her i like her like um just this past week there was another video to talk about what you just brought up about how she talks to the press where they were they asked her about her being an election denier you know um over 2020 Mm -hmm. and she's like she's like oh actually and she like (laughs) like (laughs) talks to this young man that's in her like group and says and like literally like reaches over and he's got this big folder and he opens it up and he hands her this giant sheaf of papers and she goes here let's talk about election denial and she starts going through and quoting all these people on the left denying 2000 2004 2018 uh georgia and it was and she's like so if you want to say that i'm an election denier then you should say that any of these people and i can get you copies of these I mean, he did your work for you. So she's so harsh. And I love it because it is, I'm so sick of them like playing this game 
where mm-hmm. like oh, everything goes in one direction. And she literally said that she's like, it, you guys make these claims and it only ever goes one way. And so like, it, I'm down for anyone who's going to call them on their bullshit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I, like a lot of her, po- I agree with most of her policies. Um, I agree with most of how she um, is like comports herself, especially with the press. So I like, I just flat out, I'm voting for Terry Lake in my governor, you know, election. And that is what's happening. But um, okay. I would, I would walk over broken glass to vote against Katie Hobbs. <laughs> okay? So that's, wow. like, I, as soon as Katie Hobbs announced her election, you know, candidacy, I was like, not her, absolutely not her. Like, I know, like, I'm even in Maricopa. So, like, all this stuff, like, I really was involved and knew a bunch about it. Like, not, like, we kept getting in the national press for Maricopa and what happened Mm -hmm. here. And, uh, like, but it was like, oh, when you live here, it's a lot closer to home. Like, the whole, uh, Mm -hmm. them giving out Sharpies and them saying, no, that's fine. And I was like, I literally looked at my ballot and at the top of it, it said, use a black or blue ballpoint pen. Mm-hmm. So you, I, I feel like you're gaslighting me. I literally had the ballot in my hands. I know what it said. So mm-hmm, like right. the whole Sharpie thing, like them saying that was bullshit. That was uncomfortable for me because I was like, how do you, how do you lie to my face like that? Mm-hmm. It's so horrible. And and it's like whether or not the machines were a problem is probably a little bit more gray area but that alone i was like you it literally says it it says it you can't say it, didn't say it. i remember yeah. <laughs> so like Dion? it's a pretty big thing for me <laughs> john says she okay. already voted for carrie lake oh good <laughs> awesome one says vote for beverly she makes bunnies for food to be fair they make themselves and they, they just <laughs> <laughs> could be used for food. They're <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. They do make a lot of them, don't they? Uh, yeah, keep being new ones. Paul also sent this. Is this her? I don't know. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, video. That's, okay. that's the video. It is? All right. Should we watch it? I, he just sent it, and I have it here. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually shocked you asked that question. <laughs> well, actually, yes, I have to give you a tough one once in a while. <laughs> I think his name was Anthony. Well, I, I did a little, actually, Anthony. Anthony, how old yes. are you? 20. Are you a journalist? No. Well, you did better research than half these people. <laughs> um, let's talk about election deniers. Here's 150 examples of Democrats denying election results. Oh, wow, look at this. This is from, this is from uh, Joe Biden's press secretary. Reminder, Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Democrats saying that. Is that an election denier? Oh, look at this. Just heard Republican Ryan Costello said it would be difficult for Stacey Abrams to win because she lost her state bid, but yet she's still claiming she never lost. This is our Hillary Clinton. Trump is an illegitimate president. Is she an election denier? This one says, was the 2016 election legitimate it now definitely is a question worth asking that's the los angeles times so it's okay for democrats to question elections but it's not okay for republicans it's a crock of bs every one of you knows it we have our freedom of speech and we're not going to relinquish it to a bunch of fake news 
propagandists. If you want a copy of these, I'm sure that we're, Anthony would help you get a copy and help you learn how to be journalists, but look it up. It's been happening for a long time. Since 2000, people have questioned the legitimacy of our elections. And all we're asking is that in the future, we don't have that have to happen anymore. When I'm governor, excuse me, when I'm governor, we're gonna make sure we have honest elections. We want the Democrats, the independents, and the Republicans to all know that their vote counted. We want fair, honest, and transparent elections, and we're going to deliver that for the people. But just remember, guys, this is one page after Hillary Clinton says George W. Bush was selected president, not elected. So <laughs> let's start. If you're going to start throwing around terms like election denier, let's remember who the other election deniers were. Hillary Clinton and all the Democrats. Next question. <laughs> wow. Look at her go. I love her. She I, it, she just reminds like that personality type is someone who I'd be like, I respect you and I fear you. <laughs> yes. She's so like, you know, yeah, like if you worked for her, though, they're like, yeah, you know that she's like caring underneath, but she's going to be like a hard ass, like, mm -hmm. like you need to do a good job, though. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. But like, I think she would be cool, but I'd be scared, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, she looks she looks interesting as a um, as a candidate. So. We'll see. We'll see how it goes for you guys. Hopefully she wins. I, I hope so. I mean, like, I know a lot of people here are a little blackpilled on Maricopa's election integrity. And here's the thing about what she said that I 100% agree with is that she said we have the First Amendment. And it's like, there's no such thing as it being wrong to ever question an election ever, like, mm -hmm. as a because of your first amendment you're allowed to basically say whatever the hell you want about it so to me i'm sort of like there's this thing where like oh we have to shut down these people who are saying these things and it's like and i'm not saying that i am questioning an election i'm saying that everyone should have the right to question any election mm -hmm. as part of their first amendment i don't like you guys know me i'm a i'm an anti-censorship you know free speech absolutist. So there's no way you could ever get me to say, oh no, you shouldn't say that. And we shouldn't allow you to say that. That's never going to be the case. And that includes for something as serious as, especially as serious yeah, <laughs> as election integrity. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah but but Alex, democracy is at risk right now. <laughs> democracy is <laughs> a threat to democracy. Um, <laughs> the funniest thing to me about that is that, like, like the I love Republicans because they always have the snappy comeback back where they're like, "We're not a democracy; we're a representative republic." Like they're so fast with uh -huh. that. It's like you. I'm I'm glad you have your comeback on that. Or I just say like, back. "Good democracies suck. I want it to crumble." <laughs> <laughs> Like, we're, like, all right, we're on the same page. <laughs> yes, it should be. Yeah. Uh, Dion also quotes, you know, a, a very well-known and respected lady, Hillary Clinton, who said, "Voting is the most precious right of every citizen, and we have a moral obligation to ensure the integrity of our voting process." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she believes that. For sure. <laughs> I mean, depending who is in power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Speaking right. <laughs> of in power, I think it's time to do some Biden's bumbles, right? Ooh-hoo. Okay, we've got oh, a yeah. few of those. So let me find the clip here. There we go. <laughs> Dang, you've never seen that, Adam. I I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Keeping it on your toes. All right, what do we have here? We've got, maybe I should, what does he say? Oh, yeah. Biden grabs a young girl by the shoulder and tells her, No serious guys until you're 30. As she looks back, (laughs) appearing uncomfortable, Secret Service appears to try to stop me from filming it after Biden spoke at Irving Valley Community College. Uh, okay, let's watch this. Look at them. Now, very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys in your 30s. No what? No serious guys in your 30s. I like, come on, dude. He's doing it again. Why? <laughs> well, it's just so it's unsolicited. Like, why talk about that while we're taking a photo? Like, wh- why was that on your brain about like who she should be dating? <laughs> like, oh, clearly, man. not gonna make any assumptions, but <laughs> I love how women universally make that face when he like grabs their shoulder or something. They're always like, oh god, it's touching me. You know? uh, <laughs> yeah. Everyone has that reaction. They're like, oh man. But the the fake smile, the uh-huh. grimace, like I yeah. want it to be over. Like get away from me now. Yeah, I feel like if no one stopped him, he would have said, "Now your first time's gonna hurt a little bit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly who I want talking to me about. Tell me more oh, about uh, my hymen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yeah. make your hymen say goodbye, then. <laughs> well, that's for sure getting us banned. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. funny. Uh, well, what else has he done? What's this? It says Biden takes bite of ice cream. Our economy is strong as hell. Okay, well, <laughs> watch that. I'm not concerned about the strength of the dollar. I'm concerned about the rest of the world. Does that make sense? Yes. Our economy is strong as hell. The internal. Inflation is worldwide. Worse off everywhere else in the United States. So the problem is the lack of I'm really disappointed he didn't take more bites while he was talking because as the question was being asked and he took one, I thought like that's going to continue. <laughs> um, what I, I love, thought- <laughs> oh, like this, I, I as he's saying this, I was literally picturing him like for his next ice cream shop visit. He goes there and they're like, sorry, we're closed. We couldn't afford to stay open anymore. <laughs> like, that's my immediate thought. The next time he goes out, he can't get his ice cream because they're closed. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't care. Economy is doing great. Oh, mm-hmm. and he's just sad that his camp ice cream looking for ice cream store. <laughs> oh. What were you saying, Adam? I- 
I, I was going to say, I thought Biden at an ice cream shop was like him watching a kid eat ice cream slowly. He's <laughs> 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 <It's> slower. <laughs> That's it. You're gonna great American. He has his own ice cream cone, and then he shares it with a whole bunch of kids. So he just lets them yes. all make it, and then talks about how they all need to get vaccines to be safe from hurricanes. Oops! And I got also- some on my finger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's. I'm sorry. He's a pedo. I yeah. was like, <laughs> it's, it's just. I don't know. Uh, yeah. like, Allegedly, everyone tells you to stay away from yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh. Well, but no even... one is really doing and at least publicly, they're not saying that anymore, though, because it's like, well, your yeah. uncle's the president, so now you just gotta take it. <laughs> also, I mean, like, he, what... he was oh, like, sorry, um, uh, I'm not worried about us, I'm worried about the rest of the world, sir. We actually, you know. You were um, put into your position of power to worry about us. <laughs> Literally, your job. Well, that's really why American America First like parties grew to power because they were like, "Hey, guess what? We, our lives suck. Everything's falling apart because of globalism. Maybe we should put on our own oxygen mask before we put on everyone else's oxygen mask." And like, oh, that that was very popular with people in America. Gee, I wonder why. Alex, yeah. it's not globalism. It's global warming is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you got it confused there. But doesn't he know that Stacey Abrams is the president of Earth? <laughs> oh my god that was so pathetic <laughs> oh would, well, let's throw you a bone because you know it's filmed in georgia in all likelihood because almost oh. everything's filmed in georgia now right <laughs> let's, yeah. let's, let's get someone someone who doesn't currently have a job but's in politics mm, stacy abrams lost her election how about her <laughs> Can I can I say something? This is like a small rant. Since say whatever you about, want, Stacey Abrams. When I was a Democrat, I still didn't see the appeal for Stacey Abrams. Like, just like I'm trying to be objective. Like, there's certain people where you're like, I can see why some people like, like uh, um, the governor in California. Um, I'm drawing a blank right now. Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Yeah, uh, I think he's despicable, but I can see why certain people like him. Right. Uh He kind of has a a little bit of some sort of kind of sort of charm because he's moderately attractive. Right. Um, But with Stacey Abrams, some people think he is. Listen, I think I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people people, say that about Trudeau, too. Yeah. That like if you're even like decent in politics, you're suddenly hot. Yeah. (laughs) I say the same thing about AOC. I'm like, AOC is a slightly above basic. But next to Nancy Pelosi, she looks amazing. So. <laughs> I forgot he's got the new smiles. Just, I know. Thin lips and teeth. Right. He's like, this is how humans smile yes. at each other. <laughs> he's like, from comma. Keep me away from your wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, for people who aren't aware, he slept with uh, his friend's wife. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and apparently his wife allegedly slept with uh, Weinstein. Yeah. And even contacted Rose McGowan, according to her, to tell her, to ask her, what do we need to do to keep you happy? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Wow. That was like a few months before the the uh, the big article came out against mm. Weinstein that she got that phone call. So yeah, wow. <laughs> it's almost like the elite cover for the elite. I mean, right. it's weird how that happens. I like how they're like oh, Weinstein was doing these things. No way. <laughs> and people are like, yeah, we all knew. Like the ones who were honest, like everybody knew. Like don't right. go to his hotel room. Like. <laughs> Like it's a weird place for a uh, job interview anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Nothing suspicious over there. I'm sure it's totally fine. I mean, yeah, I felt don't go to Bill Cosby's the- hotel room either. That's not <laughs> mentoring. I felt sorry for the women who never went to his hotel room, but like mm-hmm. Daryl Hannah, like he got her hotel room key and like came into her room. So That's like there were a couple of points where like he would like they like these women didn't like put themselves in a situation what? that was perceivably awful you what? know like oh. it was terrible like he Darryl, nothing happened to daryl hannah but it was close it's something but you're just getting the key at all it's such like i, it's I feel so creepy really uncomfortable like such I, a, ugh, I don't want anyone undoubtable that he was absolutely creepy yeah very very much so but i just yeah no i agree it's funny when people are like what we have what we had no idea <laughs> all these years that we worked with him yeah. yeah, they all knew. <laughs> <Everybody> <laughs> um, a side note, real quick, from Steph Cuervo Queen is saying, "Tell GI Jeep to come over to YouTube." No, we want everyone to go to Rumble. We don't want you guys on YouTube. Go to Rumble. I know that yeah, Rumble mutes you. I forget what exactly Rumble does, but maybe they're better now, or it doesn't work on the. F- I know Rumble has problems. I get it, but YouTube hates us. We're gonna get banned. <laughs> go to Rumble. <laughs> Um, did you? Sorry, Adam. Were you? Did you finish? Was this the Stacy rant, or was there more? Oh, we got, uh, got distracted. <laughs> we we started making fun of a lot of other things. <laughs> no, no. Actually, you know, I was just thinking. Like, you notice that uh, no one's ever said criticizing Harvey Weinstein is anti-Semitic. Mm. Interesting. Really? Mm. God forbid you mention George S. I'm never going to say his last name. <laughs> I'm sure we will get banned if I start talking about him. <laughs> George Summer? Uh, <laughs> psoriasis? Actually, it is yeah. closer to George Psoriasis. Yeah. <laughs> he might have psoriasis. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I find that part interesting, but... Um, yeah, same thing with Bill Cosby. Like it's, it sounds like people knew what was going on. Actually, my, <laughs> it's not, I'm laughing, but it's not necessarily good. I was, we were watching um, this thing about Marilyn Monroe, and they were talk. They were like, uh, it was some sort of documentary that was on Netflix. My wife was mm-hmm. watching. I was over overhearing it, and this guy, uh, whoever's doing the documentary, is talking to people who were part of like the old Hollywood industry, and they were just like, yeah. Uh, Bob was this guy. He he found talent, and and basically he was implying like 
yeah, all the girls did sex stuff. Like, that's how you made it. <laughs> it was just like, you know, so either you want to make it or you don't. And so now you go back and you look at these 1940s films, 1950s, you're like, uh-huh. oh, what type of tricks was she turning to get that position? <laughs> <laughs> Right, they're so wholesome looking and it's all so clean and then you're like wait they did what behind the scenes they had so many rules about how they could present men and women together on screen like Mm -hmm. about like you can't be in the same bed or like yeah yeah. brady bunch was the first one that they actually had a bed together um, yeah like it was so intense like all their rules for that's why the kissing is so weird where they look like they're just like smashing their faces together because it was like too sexual to actually kiss oh they have to like yeah Yeah, so they like they put their lips together and then they like move their heads (laughs) that's how kissing is but growing up watching they're like that's how you kiss someone oh yeah cdj's called it the haze code yeah Oh, okay. That was the yeah. the bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're doing coke and <laughs> uh, Sarah yeah. each other. In chat also says, "I would take one for the team and let Pelosi punch me if she went to jail over it." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tiny, fragile, little brittle bone arm. I, I go ahead, Pelosi, punch whoever you want. I guarantee uh-huh. you, it is going to hurt you yeah. more than anyone who you hit. <laughs> Don't punch me. I'd, I'd have a zero pain <laughs> tolerance. It will hurt me more. I don't like being poked or squeezed. No. <laughs> I just imagine every bone in her hand, like, traveling yeah. up. Well, just the oh, whole like, thing. All the way up to her <laughs> shoulder, just <laughs> shattering. Shatters. <laughs> it's, like, crumpled up and, like, shriveled. It's like that cartoon yeah. thing where someone hits yeah. something and then the vibration happens all the yeah. time. <laughs> Afterwards, she'd be like, what a world, what a world. (laughs) (laughs) We threw water on her, she might melt. Yeah, Yeah. we threw alcohol on her, she might balloon up. Right, it's like, give me Mario a mushroom, just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it gets bigger. The video games are dangerous. Violence. Uh, What, JB? I I saw my name there. He says, I think Beverly should do an epic rap battle with Carter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but I will. Uh, (laughs) Carter throws... Oh, yeah, we got more. (laughs) We do have more. Come on, man, as all this says. So we've got a few more. Let's see what good old Biden is up to. So he just spins around and like, oh. Somebody should give him like a, like just put like a string, like a fishing line yeah. on one yeah. hand. You and then when it's time, hook. just pull him. Like the the <laughs> old stage hook where you like pull someone yeah. off. Yeah. That's what he needs. Just every time he needs that wrangler to like, I don't know why, why do they let him attempt to leave a place on his own when it happens <laughs> apparently every time. Right. Yeah. Well, have like a staffer on each side, and one of them has a happy face sign, another one has like a angry face just... sign. <laughs> Go to the happy face, Joe. 
<laughs> JB also says two words exit stage left. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, GI Jeep and Rumble says, any on Rumble says, anyone Nancy punches gets instantly drunk by us. <laughs> <laughs> Instant sepsis by Jeez. <laughs> you know, like how uh, people put those dog harnesses on children? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Like a yeah. backpack thing. Yeah. We need one for Biden. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Or he's on a leash of some, like, and they can always, because so, yeah. I bet he gets just lost generally and he, like, mm-hmm. he goes he's at the ice cream parlor and i bet he gets lost there because he's looking for like those toy ride like you put a quarter in that you can ride on and he's <laughs> <Where's the rocket laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. i remember at the very beginning i guess 2021 um he like dan bongino claimed to have you know insiders in the secret service that said that like White House staffers were repeatedly finding Joe just wandering aimlessly in there to get lost. <laughs> and now gone. it's like, well, that seems legit. <laughs> yeah, because he's senile. Yeah, like, he doesn't know where he is. Like, when when the, when he was when he was running uh, during the primaries, like it was very clear that he had a cognitive loss, but magically. During a debate, he seemed more here. How and it's did like, they do that? They're clearly giving this man uh, amphetamines. Like, lots of they're drugs. Giving lots and lots of drugs. Right. Because <laughs> he's like, he seemed or sharper magic. and everything. And then the, wait, just a few days ago, he's bumbling and stumbling. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't, he's saying the wrong city. Like, he doesn't know where he, he is. Looking for so with, without the uppers, man, he's he's a completely different person. And you can see it in his eyes too, like mm-hmm. when he was during whatever debates and things. Like his pupils were gigantic, and like so you know he's on stuff. Right. You know? like yeah. You had a really bad eye problem, so you put a lot of eye drops in. Which, which, even if they dilate pupils, you can't see anything. I was freaking out when I went to the eye doctor, and they they did that to me. Though, like it. It wouldn't go away for a while, and I was terrified. Oh my gosh, like, I me too. <laughs> I, a, I drove to Atlanta what, like three days after I had an eye doctor appointment, and my pupils were still like pancakes. And I was freaking out because I was like, if I get pulled over anywhere between like Virginia and Georgia, they're not going to believe me. <laughs> yeah, they're in yeah. jail. But even, even just like during that time while I had it, like where like your eyes are still kind of blurry, like I had to sit, like I was getting a panic attack though because I was scared that like this is my vision's going to be this way forever. Like it's never going <laughs> to I had to like breathe and calm down because it freaked me out. Uh-huh. What's this uh, JB says? Oh, Adderall shortage since Joe took off is more coincidence. Oh, <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm not sure where all the Adderall is going. <laughs> oh, Stevie J. That's uh, I'm gonna just say it out loud, but here, quote unquote, Bo died in Iraq. <laughs> he doesn't know what happened because he's senile. Like, yeah, I. I'm gonna make jokes about it and I'll laugh at it, but I do feel bad for him that like this poor old senile guy is being put as the leader of our country like if it weren't so sad and real it would be like a hilarious movie too but 
Yeah, I, I, I feel bad for the guy. But let's laugh at him some more. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Alex. I was just going to say, like, uh, part of me, like, doesn't feel bad. And, a, 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 and part of the reason why is because when he is lucid and back when he was lucid 100% of the time, some of oh, the yeah. shit he said and did uh -huh. just pissed me off so much that I'm like, I, uh, this is, he's getting off light. Right. I mean, like, yeah, before he was, uh, it's like trying to separate, like, well, now that when you are a senile old man, it's like, you don't even remember probably the half or more of the things that you did that made you a bad person. But so it's just like, okay, I still feel like bad for, for an old man. But yeah, like, you know, all the, all the politics that he did up until that point, they're like, no, like, yeah, I don't forgive you for that. Um, all right, let's play. The married couples in the privacy of the bedroom. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. The I'm thinking about the Dobbs, the Dobbs decision. Imagine. Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. The rights that I pushed hard <laughs> oh, and yeah. finally got changed. The married couples in the privacy of the bedroom. Excuse me. The I'm thinking about the Dobbs, the Dobbs decision. Imagine. Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Sorry, I let it play twice because I didn't realize it started in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, the right that I pushed hard and I finally got changed to marry couples in the privacy of their bedroom. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. I've been waiting to be able to have my entire wedding in my tiny bedroom. <laughs> oh my goodness. Can, can I make uh, uh, just like a political statement? So this idea that Roe v. Wade is like the the pinnacle of making everybody shift over back to the Democrats to vote for them this November and beyond, I think is the most asinine and ridiculous thing ever. It is it is a political rallying point, and that's literally all they got. I you have I I, I developed like this rule in politics after watching politics for a number of years. That just makes the most sense. There's two things you don't mess with. You don't mess with people's money. You don't mess with people's kids. The Democrats are in power and Joe Biden has messed with people's money by fucking around with inflation. Granted, to be fair, uh, Trump has some hand into, into it as well. The entire federal government has a hand into it. But Joe Biden is in office and he's going to be held responsible for it. Right. That's just that's just mm -hmm. what it is. Gas prices, you name it. Um, and there are things that he could do to stem it. Um, this pushing for the war in Ukraine all plays into it. You're fucking with people's money. The second thing is don't fuck with people's kids. And that's what you saw in Virginia when parents came out and started pushing it back against the school districts. And from a political perspective, the Democrats said these are white supremacists. They don't want to talk about race. The, you know, they, they maligned parents and didn't listen to why they were complaining and actually much of like the the crt movement last year that was going on much of it was actually talking about gender stuff right the gender stuff got lost in the crt discussion but and now the gender stuff is having more of a forefront as to why parents are going to these school districts and virginia is the perfect example as to mm -hmm. what exactly is going on new jersey um uh, Governor Murphy almost got voted out because of the same type of stuff. While Murphy was in office, he signed it into law. And I didn't even know this until I, I had some stuff going on at, at my son's school. Uh, Governor Murphy signed a law that starting in middle school, they have to teach 
children, LGBT history, or whatever that means, right? So that means that they have to discuss sexuality, right? They have to dive into that stuff. There, there is like this um, nonprofit organization that went to my son's school to ask the kids what they identify as. And, and all this other bullshit that's happening, that's being perpetrated by one, one particular party. And you're messing with people's kids. Like mm -hmm. this is a recipe to continue to lose. And if the Democrats had any hubris, they would have looked at New Jersey and Virginia at the very least as an example of states where they thought they had it in the bag and they lost or, or almost lost. The guy who, who almost won in New Jersey is a Republican governor, didn't even campaign. I didn't even know who the guy was, right? And the rest of the state went red and, um, and as a majority within the state house in New Jersey. So that should tell you that there's a lot of pushback. And some of that is remnants of COVID, which there was one party that is seen as the perpetrator of everything and COVID mess with people's money. So like anybody who fucks with someone's money and fucks with someone's kids is going to continue to lose. So, you know, they're standing there, restore Roe v. Wade. Like that's great for the few women that decide to get abortions, but the, most women aren't. And that is not, that's not the thing that people, no one's losing sleep over. And if you're losing sleep over not having an abortion, like uh, you got bigger problems. But uh, if you're not worried about how you can provide for your family, how you can survive for yourself, are you able to get a job? Is that job paying you enough? Like that's revolving around the economics and they're screwing with economics right now. And they're going to continue to lose if that's the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can look at the, you know, it was supposed to be the summer of rage, right? <laughs> like that fizzled really quickly because as it turns out, people really aren't that impassioned. They're loud people. <laughs> They're like, you know, it's like the squeaky wheel thing. But like in reality, we didn't have every city like street filled with women that were mad. A lot of people were just kind of like, all right, let's go into the States. Cool. Yeah, just grumbling now and... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm mad on Twitter. Uh -huh. Well, you have those the diehards, and they're so flashy, which is why. And so the press likes to talk about them because they mm -hmm. put on handmade things. They stand in the street naked. They wear pussy hats, and uh, and that's sensational. So of course the news is going to talk about those people. But the yeah, thing right. is, so is that those people are few and far between. I'm sorry, they're, there's not right. a lot of them. And then the joke. And it's somewhat true is that it's like, I'm sorry, some of those women, they're not going to get pregnant anytime soon. Yeah. No one's no one gonna wants be to going in there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they're not they're not exactly honey, you know, attracting tons of bees here. So um, this whole idea that like it, that's why that fizzles out. Like it doesn't matter. Like, right. There's so few people. What was it? Did you one? see the recent political ad that John uh, Josh Hawley put out, where he's all, where like a woman gets arrested? Mm -hmm. Oh she, yes! Oh, oh yeah! Yes, so yeah. stupid! Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I don't want to watch it because that was just so cringy. That it was incredibly that. cringy. It was like uncomfortably cringy. And like, oh uh, yeah, sure, this is happening. <laughs> link somewhere, but the the no one wanting to to t hit that thing that mm -hmm. Alex it reminded me of that one meme. There was like a not an attractive and very obese oh, you're woman. Right, 
<laughs> who was like saying, who had a sign saying like, I'm, you know, giving up. Like when the women were just like, we're not going to have sex anymore until like this is, is fixed. And like, yeah, well, I don't think much is going to be changing for some of these people. <laughs> uh, Greg, the bear. Uh, you're, uh, your friend Paul brought up, I said the wrong name. It was Eric Swalwell who's Swalwell, who, yeah. Who put out that ad. That's right, yeah, Twitter. it was him. Now it, yeah. now it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Names are the Sorry. same to me. And Greg the Baritone says, I thought she meant 2020 by the summer of rage that Juliet mentioned. I did too. So I was trying to like, oh yeah, I forgot that's because that, that was, no, no, just that like there was a lot of rage going yes. on. So I thought that that's what like, oh yeah, when everyone was actually rioting and stuff forever and burning things down. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But then yeah, they, your then friend Paul. Yeah. <laughs> your friend Paul also sent us the, the, the political ad. <laughs> If we oh. want to watch that cringe fest. Where? Where did... Oh, wait. Is this it here? Okay. Yeah, do we want... Okay, fine. <laughs> I know, it's so uncomfortable. It's oh, so Adam, have you seen it? No, and I kind of no, don't. Oh, God, please. <laughs> so bad. It's well, so cringy. Uh, like, I you have to sit so in their discomfort, it's like, Adam. It's hey, come, in, come on our show, and then we're going to torture you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that's that's a better version. Right. Oh, oh, no, 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 Unlawful termination of a pregnancy. You gotta be kidding me. That that is my personal business. That's for the courts to decide, ma'am. Your medical Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait a second. Wait. I'm yes. sorry to make you pause this. No, no, no. So you're talking about this. In the very beginning, they show this loving family just kissing and shit. And it their kid is baby and the daughter's like gross, right? Yeah. Right. Loving nuclear family, mm-hmm. but this bitch had a, an abortion. Like no, none of this makes any sense. Yeah, I want none of this to be makes more any surprise too. Like what? <laughs> He's like, listen, bro, we don't have enough space for another. Like just oh, yeah. <laughs> back when she was a whore <laughs> in college. Yeah, uh, <laughs> when she was a whore in college. <laughs> oh my God, you you. You can't just. You will have to submit to a physical examination. What? By who? No, no, no one's touching me. Get your hands behind your back. How are they even going to do that exam? (laughs) We're just enforcing the law here. <laughs> Elections have consequences. Democrat on November 8th. Stop Republicans from criminalizing abortion everywhere. Protect oh women's rights and freedom. Uh, You're pretty cool. Don't do this. Wait, none of this makes Of course it's fucking Eric Swallow. Uh-huh. Uh, none yeah. of this makes any sense. So. They know she had the abortion, so why are they giving her examination? Like that's I'm what I wonder. Confused. What are you gonna do in I'm an exam? So like right? yep. oh, she's we also just want to put our fingers in, your in here. Yeah. 
She's clearly also had children recently. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Like so one year old. Yes. <laughs> You're just looking a little loose in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is so what, like, I immediately <laughs> got this to your friend Paul when she said, by who? Yeah. Like, by <laughs> who? Uh, grammar police should be coming and arresting her too i mean what did they do to that baby to make him scream like yeah oh it's a film he can't act he's only a baby they probably set off an air horn like (laughs) they got a real abortion so (laughs) telling the kid that could be you biting stuff out of set and just poked his head out that's what i was gonna say but I was going to say, Biden, stop by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Uh, come oh, on, Paul. So Why'd you make us watch that? <laughs> <laughs> and we have no viewers now. No, failed. <laughs> oh, well, okay. So for things that we don't want to see, how about some Pelosi? Oh, and that rhymed. That was unintentional. Um, I don't remember. I don't know what this one is. One of you guys had sent this to me. Oh, this is a follow up from last week where we talked about her saying she wanted to punch Trump. Okay. All right. Perfect. Good. Good follow up. If only she had ice cream. One of the that's obviously going to be at stake on this election is democracy and the end of the January 6th investigation if the Republicans take over the House. It dies with the end of this Congress. All their evidence gathered. You stood up to Donald Trump throughout your tenure, ripping his State of the Union speech and standing up and walking out of a cabinet meeting. Right. Yeah, you really stuck it to him. Seeing that you said uh, on the day of the riot, you said that if he led the rioters and came up to the hill, you would have punched him out. That's right. Uh, I don't even like to talk about him because it's really a tragedy for you, our country. But you did say you would have punched him out. I would punch him out. Your I said I would have punched him out. I would have gone to jail and I would have been happy to do so. Would you have done for it? For our country. He wouldn't have had the courage no. to come to the Hill. He's all talk. But let me just say, say this. this <laughs> it says the woman who says she would have punched the president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> integrity no mean tweets they want to suppress has nancy ever they've been thrown a punch like i doubt it about it yeah i can't stand any of these people can we talk for a moment about the anchor because there's something about the angle or what or maybe her maybe it is actually how she looks but her head looks three times bigger than it should oh, be. Let me see. Oh, we're going to cut back the, to her. Uh, um, yeah. The uh, results of an election. They're even cut proposing back. that after an election, if they don't like the results, they will change the rules that would have governed that election retroactively. So you, you have I to guess. you have to recognize that they are undermining our democracy. And if people our think democracy careful <laughs> about that. They just yes. don't realize how serious the Republicans are. Oh, I did not cut back to it. Okay. That's the vote. Okay. Yeah. So this woman. Yeah. It, I don't know. Her head looks like, it's sort of it like, does. there's this, this mod that you can put on uh, GoldenEye where you make everyone's head really big. Yeah. And anyway, that's what it's made me think of. It's like disturbing though, because it's real um. life. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because the shoulders are so narrow. Mm-hmm. Her head looks huge. It does. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe it's the hair. Maybe the hair is puffy and it I, makes it look bigger. I don't know. Her, her, face, her face is just big. Yeah, yeah, you've got like the nose and the mouth sticking out here. Like it's 
there it's a pretty big head <laughs> MSNBC just... did some bad photoshopping on this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Like an AI head they just stuck on there. I, I gotta say, I miss people having gray hair. Oh, yeah, no one has gray hair anymore. No one has gray hair. I miss gray. that. I have a little bit of gray hair. I, I, if I if I'm if I'm able to get old enough where I have gray hair, I'm rocking the shit out of that gray hair. <laughs> I think it's so weird looking at 80 year olds with just yes. like jet black hair. Like something, something seems fit. off about it. Uh -huh. It doesn't fit. I just stopped too at I, I'm looking at 80 year olds. It's weird to like just watching them, but like they're both super old people. Like, why <laughs> yeah. are you part of like politics and news and things right now? Like, shouldn't you be in a retirement home right. or something? This generation refuses to. They won't retire and they won't die. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're drinking the blood of virgins, or yeah, right, whatever. It is. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um, I think that was it for all the the Biden's bumbles. Unless we want to count AOC as part of Biden administration, we've got. She's always fun. She's hilarious. Uh, she's having a rough ride right now. She is going. Well, I don't know why she keeps doing these town hall meetings when everyone hates her. So yeah. I, I don't know if this I is mean, the I same. I think supposed to. Yeah, the same <laughs> video, Juliet, that you had sent because I posted it one, but like the Telegram one, you had to like have the oh, app. Oh, yeah. It's just like, you always have things that like are in German. You need to be in Make it hard for you. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> Listen, Very classy. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Okay. Sims. Yeah. much did she pay you, sir? Yeah. I'm, not allowed, I'm not allowed to be in a room with the lights turn off. It gets a little... <laughs> I get scared. Alright, alright, listen, alright, listen, listen! Oh my god. <laughs> Why? Why did she do that sassy, like, I'm just well, is, is William Brown brought it up, and it was what I thought of immediately, too. AOC doing her Rosie Perez impression. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the yeah. Hey, listen, it's better than AOC doing her black southern impression. Oh, you don't know that one? I don't think she I know. went to the, oh, she went to the National Paul. Action Network and started doing her, her black impression. Oh, man. Oh, what? Okay. Just like Hillary Clinton. They all do it. Yes, yeah, someone sent that's that a, link to me. That's how you know she's part of the establishment. When you start yeah, sucking up to Al Sharpton and start sounding like a Southern black preacher, 
Oh, you're you're fully in now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they used to do that, and and it, they used to be able to get away with it because not every town had like cameras. Now yeah. all of us, yeah, have cameras they all, on us at mm-hmm. all time. It's like stop doing this. Yeah, it doesn't be, work anymore. <laughs> like that, like oh, she sounds like me, so now I can like her. Um, mm-hmm. And JBSX on rumble so his lights off and she has flashbacks to the strip bar (laughs) (laughs) dj put it on (laughs) um do you want do you want to find the video for you real quick if oh paul doesn't yeah sure if paul's letting us down he's just saying wait what link come on paul (laughs) aoc's being racist and doing some sort of southern black impression you need to be on this hold on it's like in my history too, man. It's so it's so amazing. And then Boom, once we watch we that, we can also get into your article, Adam. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I put the seconds. Uh, we'll we'll get rid of the seconds. You can use that second link. There you go. Okay. Mm-mm. Hang on. Oh wait, I guess if I, I need to not share that. Resharing. I don't like how Streamyard does because <laughs> I have to unshare everything and then reshare. There you go. All right. I'm proud to be a bartender. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with working retail, folding clothes for other people to buy. There is nothing wrong with preparing the food. Oh, no. There's nothing wrong with driving the buses that take your family to work. There is nothing wrong with being a working person in the United States of America. Alex, and there is, is she doing a Denise Hemfield impression? I can do a better I I know. impression than that. I remind the country of my past, not because of anything about my Come story, on, Paul. but because it communicates that if I could work in a restaurant and become a member of the United States Congress, so can you. Mm-hmm. Testify. What we need to do in radically deep problems is propose radically visionary solutions. Why does she always look so crazy? Because radical She's doesn't got crazy mean crazy eyes. <laughs> yeah. She said radical doesn't mean crazy. And that is why we have proposed a Green New Deal for the future of America. That is why within that legislation and rather within that that resolution, we do not shy away from bold conversations of healthcare, housing, and education as human rights, of living wages and dignified work, of policy that isn't just drafted with the next election in mind. What is that guy doing? He's a black guy. He's a black guy behind it. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't wrong. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, wow. that, you know, it used to bother me when, when politicians would do the, the black pandering shit, but now it actually makes me laugh. I think it's I think it's hysterical because they think it works, like it actually does something. Yeah. Um, why like why are they still do, they're being told by like whatever managers and stuff to that like speech? Right, like hey Hillary, like, what do you always have in your purse? 
hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Why instead of shit? No, you don't. It's because she's a zombie, and then uh, <laughs> anything. Yeah, like a zombie. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Alex. You got the reference. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> they, 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 it's too bland. Everything's bland. They need hot sauce. The Jill Biden thing about freaking tacos and stuff, and then when, <laughs> yeah. when in the on the campaign trail, when freaking uh, Biden played the Despacito, sounds so damn racist when they do that <laughs> shit. My God. Uh yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Um, Gosh, wow, she's just an AOC. And like the I don't understand. I think it's a lot of guys who don't recognize crazy eyes in people. And like there's yeah. some who really just don't like, oh like no, that's why like I dated this the, the psycho for a while that she was like, Yeah, right. well I can look at her and I can see that she's psycho just by the eyes. Like yeah. it took you a while because like you just really did not notice this. I know, like I like uh, I have really big eyes. I would try to be very careful to keep my eyelids down. If you're seeing the tops of someone's whites over yes. their irises, that's uh-huh. the yeah. sign that they're fucking Yeah, yeah. Insane. Okay, and and <laughs> so, like sometimes that might happen. Like some people occasionally are like you widen up, like that. It, but it's so it's kind of like a consistency of it though. Like when you see it yeah. too often, where it's like, well, there's no reason for your eyes to be that wide all the time. Uh, so then you know and. I, I have the opposite problem. People always just think I'm sleepy and got Asian eyes. So just, I just say no, I'm, I'm Asian. Uh, which, your by the ca- way, oh, go ahead, Alex. I was going to ask: Did cameras ask if your eyes are open? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Um, I found out October is Filipino American History Month or something, though. So oh. everyone should be celebrating me right now, and we're not. <laughs> Italian Heritage Month. It's also dun, Cancer dun, Awareness dun. Month, and what else? They're just there. There are too many just things that you have to celebrate in not in. enough months. Yeah. They should split it up into weeks. That way, at least you have like fifty-two different oh, weeks. Yeah. That you can do, but how about just a day? Everyone just gets a day. They do. They have those yeah. too. But like, <laughs> then you've got like hot International Hot Dog Day. You've got like too many things that you want to celebrate. Right. <laughs> Most of the food ones are made up by like an industry to go come to our place it works it <laughs> and go does. out every time <clears throat> international international day, yeah international buy my product day yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. all right adam tell us about this article here uh i don't know some guy named adam coleman wrote this shit oh and, uh, <laughs> no i mean basically it's um kind of detailing how I used to, how I used to view politics um, and the source of information that I was using to view my politics. Um, So I I always think like, you know, you can be a a smart individual who gets a limited amount of information um, and you still like, you can only, you can only decipher the information that you know, that you're aware of. Right. And so that, I think that was me. Like I was really astute when it came to deciphering the information that I knew, but the problem was that the information that I knew was heavily filtered and one-sided. And so what I'm talking about here is getting a perception about the political right through the lens of the left media, right? So watching MSNBC give an interpretation of what 
the conservatives want or what uh, Republicans want, rather than actually listening to what Republicans and conservatives want and seeing if it makes sense. Um, and I also talk about the the um, illogical prospect that all Republicans and conservatives are racist. And I I also say, I think like a, a couple lines down that, you know, there's no political side has a monopoly on ignorance, right? You know, we have 200 plus million people. We have two political parties. Like it's going to happen, right? So my my concern is more so like when I write articles criticizing progressives, it's it's I'm criticizing the ideology that progressives hold, right? The the progressive ideology. Mm-hmm. I'm less I'm less cr- criticizing the people unless they're people who are in power. So, what is that ideology that when you follow it, I feel that is an incredibly racist ideology. There's nothing about conservatism as an ideology that I would find to be racist. Someone can be conservative and be a racist person, but those two things are separate. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to point out is that um, we're supposed to see uh, people who are on the left are supposed to see people on the right as racist because that is the, the great social ill that we all agree upon, right? Overwhelmingly, we agree upon. And so if you believe one side is completely that, then nothing else they say matters. And that is actually one of the biggest hurdles when it comes to black Americans, considering the other side. And and listen, some some Democrats, or I'm sorry, some black people who have voted Democrat just because their families voted the Democrat, whatever, they're, I, I would call them default Democrats, don't like the Democrat Party, but still believe that the Republicans are racist, right? So it's they're choosing the the uh, lesser of two evils in their head. So, you know, I, there are a number of black people who are just dismayed with both political parties, just like any other, you know, um, any other race. But it's that racist component because for many black Americans, that racist component means that they're the target. So they're not going to vote for a party that they believe supports them being a target. Um, and so I wanted to just kind of use an example um, of me going to America Fest. I went to America Fest last year, which is probably the biggest conservative conference. Um, I'm not sure if it's bigger than CPAC, but I, I would say it's up there. And um, I had a good time. <laughs> like, I, I didn't feel like I've been places where you feel like people are looking at you, mm-hmm. where people treat you weird or unfair. Um, I didn't feel like that at all. People were happy to see me, uh, had conversations with people. Um, it was just like being like anywhere else, to be honest with you. And, and so I wanted to use that as an example because you go on Twitter and they would show clips from America Fest and say, this is a KKK rally. So I, I, I made the joke that if this is a KKK rally, this is the lamest KKK rally ever. <laughs> <laughs> because nothing happened to me, nothing negative happened to me. All the speakers that I saw go up there said uh, nothing hateful. Uh, all they did was preach conservative values uh, protecting their children, how much they love America, you know, protecting the borders. Like these are all straight conservative things 
There was nothing about there. It's like, by the way, those blacks are doing too much around here. Like there, like none of that stuff uh, came out of their mouths. And and for people who are like, well, they just didn't say it, but this is how they really feel. Like I can't live my life in paranoia. And thinking that, yeah, well, <laughs> like not everyone could be doing that too. You never know. Right? Anyone? Exactly. Literally, anyone could be doing that. So I have to look at the actions of people. And so when I hear the words, and I, I even put it in here, when I hear the words, we want these certain such and such things. And then I see the actions that follow it, and they seem pretty consistent, and I don't disagree with them. Where's the racist component that people are talking about? And and so like someone was kind of arguing with me like about um, me misinterpreting, like just because uh, just because I went to this event and didn't see any any racist doesn't mean that they don't exist. And I never I never claimed that they don't exist. Um, but the what I'm trying to point out is that the wholesale idea that conservatives or people on the right, just as a as a complete whole, that they are racist and irredeemable, is uh, make no sense. It's highly improbable. And I can base that not just on the just people in general, but on the ideologies that they 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 believe in. So, uh, you know, the conservatives are a racist as a wholesale concept, I think, is a false concept. Like, it makes no sense. But I came to that conclusion after being in contact with conservatives on a consistent basis, talking to them on a consistent basis, going to their events them inviting me out, having one-on-one -on -one conversations with people. And, and once again, someone would be like, well, they're just not telling you. It's like, yes. I, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, oh, they, they want you to be there to validate their racism. Like, I can't, <laughs> like, it's, it's such paranoia bullshit that I can't live yeah. my life like that. Mm -hmm. Thinking that someone has, everyone has an ulterior motive, right? When I criticize progressives, I criticize them because they say one thing and they do the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. So then I know that these people are liars because they're, they're they're being hypocritical. But I can't say that wholesale about conservatives because nothing about their ideology shows that. At so, least they're better at keeping it a secret if they are doing like they're right. hiding it. It's like they, they, they're terrible racists. Then that, like, I just yeah, you're, you're not, not good at it. Yeah. Not even it's just like, showing it. They're racists that care if you think they're racist. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> so like, well, and it, the, the thing is about the whole oh they're hiding it. They don't. They really think this other thing reminds me of Rama D'Angela, where she was all like, she's like, oh my family was really racist. And um, and she had like these racist thoughts all the time mm -hmm. that she hid from people. And then she's like, everyone is like this. Yeah, everyone, everyone else is like this. this. <laughs> it's like, like everyone you're lost projecting. Their... And, like, uh -huh. and here's the thing about projection when it comes to that kind of ideology. Like when you use projection to you, what you're actually using projection for, not just from the political political perspective of taking out your opponents on a moral ground instead of on a policy ground is that you're mm -hmm. also uh, absolving yourself of responsibility mm -hmm. right. because if everyone thinks like you do in this racist, sexist way, well then it's not really it's normal. normal. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, and right. you don't have to change really. 
in my job. Oh, this is this is your penance is to tell everyone this. So like that's that's being a useful idiot, honestly, for progressive ideology is to push that. And I'm like my problem with the whole conservatives, Republicans are the bad guys. Don't vote for them. You only have one moral choice in when you go out, which even that the Eric Swalwell video we watched basically said that at the end is that that is an actual assault on the idea of election and democracy is by saying that you really only have one choice. Like, that's not really what should be going on. What should be going on is a debate over policy. That's what should be happening. But instead, they're doing a moral argument attack, which mm-hmm. is undermining the idea of an election. In, in Because you're basically taking it out of policy and putting it onto emotional reaction, essentially. I'll say to you that just as far as like, you know, racism being talked about or like how everyone's racist, it it's interesting how it like seeps in even when you don't believe like when I was in Chicago, I'd have all like the my white liberal socialist friends and stuff too, like in, in the comedy industry, like they talk about how everyone's racist, like in small towns and all like so that and I never believed it. I thought like, oh, it's just a bunch of BS. But it like still seeped into my brain that it made me think about it. like when I'd go home to all like the, the my small white town and I'd go to like my friend's house and she had a family get together and they're all white people and I kept thinking about like are they seeing me as as being like non-white and that uh-huh. like and I kept thinking about like I never ever thought about this before that that like it was never a concern but now like that they kept talking about it then I was like oh are they thinking it? and no one ever said anything no one ever like made, made uh, like hinted toward caring about that though but and so it bothered me that I'm like they're in my head now like the, like just yeah. the, the stupid things that they've said like now I'm thinking about it and like feeling kind of worried about it even though I know I don't need to so I was like annoyed with myself and annoyed with them I'm like I need to get out like this is not a healthy environment well yeah. that's a uh, that's a distorted thinking too because it is it's actually uh uh seeing hostility where there is none mm-hmm. like, you're essentially like prime they're they're priming people to see hostility where there is none which is actually like one of the major symptoms of a cluster b personality disorder <laughs> yeah. it's like this is very bad that you're basically breeding this behavior into people you're teaching them to do it it's like oh god this is like we shouldn't be this paranoid we shouldn't Right. And then, yeah. and, you, and it's hard though, Tim, like if it's, if it's kind of seeping in, I mean, I'm inoculated enough to know that this is BS and people who are going to be more easily like swayed and believe it though, like, yeah, it's going to be tough for them. What were you saying, Adam? No, I, I want to go back a little bit on the projection part. Um, what's interesting about Robin D'Angelo, like you said, if everybody's doing this and she's doing this, then it's, it absolves her to a degree, but even mm-hmm. more so, she becomes the whistleblower. So now mm-hmm. she gets kudos. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And, and yeah. that that's a little bit of a different story. Um, but yeah, I, I, I always think of it like uh, back when I was younger, I used to watch a lot of trash daytime TV. So I used to watch Maury and Jerry Springer and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember numerous times I would watch Maury and the guy would come out and say, I know she's cheating on me. Right. And they, uh, you go through this whole thing and they'd give her a test and she'd pass. She wasn't cheating. But then they give the guy a test and he was cheating. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it happened so many times. Uh-huh. And that's what I always, I always think about these people who say like, oh, they, you know, 
like for example when they take something like completely innocuous and, and just like benign and then turn it into a racial incident mm-hmm. like uh did you see that they had a monkey up there and that's what they think of black people like no one like, would no. have thought of that except you for you. That. <laughs> right. like where did you come from with this stuff but that's that's the projection part and, and these people uh they do that with like a Warhammer and, and like, like when they see orcs, they're like, oh, yeah. 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 And I'm like, Jesus, yeah. that's so orcs racist. D&D too, they're doing it in D&D. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. They're like, orcs are black people. It's like, what did you say? You did right. not hate that association. <laughs> never once thought that. So right. like, <laughs> or, you don't even play D&D. Or uh, the, the, the other week, I actually wrote an article say, on my Substack. Actually, if you want to pull it up, you can see it where I said comparing black people to dogs is fucking racist. Right. <laughs> and, and and what what was happening was like there was a story going on. A, a, a pit bull had attacked its owners mm-hmm. and and, you know, people were talking about like these are dangerous dogs, you know, because of how they are bred. And they were like um, and then they were also showing like statistics of dog attacks featuring these particular dogs compared to other dogs and they said uh now do that with black people how would that sound and i'm just like why are you throwing us into this and one guy uh one guy was married to a black woman and i said to him would your black wife like it that you're making an argument using black people to defend your goddamn dog yeah yeah, right there yeah. Oh. So Mike Weezy says, "Do black people next?" Marina, why don't you explain the analogy to me so I can understand you better? Mike, Weezy, your position is all pit bulls are bad, and then support your position with instances that are that best reflect that position. You can do that with any position you choose. So, do black people next? <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> oh, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, right. no, there's a reason why I took a break for a couple. Of days. I know. Yeah. <laughs> to have some levity, I'll go back to oops. Uh, go back to some chat that I saw earlier. Uh, oh, the ra- uh, some racial stuff. Paul thought I was taco American, which is fair because I do love taco. I think we had tacos last night. We're gonna have tacos tonight too. So, yeah. uh, Stevie J had said that I'm sort of, uh, I, I sort of am if I'm Filipina because they're the Mexico of Asia. And he says oh. that in a couple minutes anyway, but it's true because they, we are Oriental. We, uh, but they were ruled by Spain, so they like we can pass off like some argue that you're Hispanic, some are not, but they have like Spanishy language in it. Um, but they're like, so it's just this like weird mix. But they're not Pacific Islander, even though they're an island in the Pacific. They are Asian, so it's just this like whole like identity crisis thing going on with Filipinos. Then <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, and on Rumble, I saw that they someone said that it's also Cheeseburger Month, and which. Uh, my boyfriend and I were in our like our names are like the our favorite foods in it, and he just has me as burger and his and <laughs> his name is Bagel Bites. So <laughs> Filipino month and uh, cheeseburger month. I think October is my month here. <laughs> you have the whitest name though. I know Beverly Jean Clark. <laughs> <laughs> old white lady or as i say like 80 year old white lady or like 40 year old black lady because that's like, <laughs> like, like 40 some million results on google for my name and 
Yeah. I, I like my name because it's uh it literally every demographic is my name. Like if you were to go on Facebook, there's black, white, Asian. There's actually there's an Adam Coleman that looked like me when I had dreads. Oh, really? I, I had dreads? Pigs yeah. or it didn't happen. Wow, man, you're gonna make me find the picture. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even know. How how would I even send that to you? I don't even know. You can screen share if you put when you have it on your computer, you click present and then you can share it. Um, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> While you look for that, I'm trying to see. We've got we can uh, we've got so many Twitter twat stuff that we can do, but we'll do some of them uh, and then wrap up because we can save them. Twitter, Twitter, yeah. table Twitter posts last forever. We'll do this. We'll continue next week with all these bad <laughs> bad takes. <laughs> Um, so Adam, while you look that up, we'll just start doing Twitter chats. When you find it, we will cut because we will s drop everything to look at these pictures. So let me play uh, Twitter chat. Oh, you yeah. did get it already? He's so quick. Mm -hmm. so, I got it. Now I got to figure out how to present. Okay. All right, let's yeah. See. It's the present uh, next to settings and, and then, then share screen. Share screen. And then you can click window. Oh, it depends how you have it open. Like window is probably best. And then you'll have the uh, yeah. whatever photo. There we go. Yeah, he did it. <gasps> Ooh, wow. I love it. Yeah. Then, wow. That's my son. <laughs> and that's when I cut it off. Oh, my God. <laughs> you still have it? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Yeah, it came off all, uh, all at once. Yeah, yeah, just oh like in one. He <laughs> seemed like yeah, really emphatic about saying no to keeping it, but like <laughs> I would have. <laughs> I hear, yeah, regrow it. I I really dig that hair. Yeah, Love it, it went down like the longest strand was just above my butt. Mm -hmm. I was wow. going. I grew it for about four and a half years. Yeah, I uh, I'm on a sixteen years of not cutting my hair. I think. Um, oh, wow. So, but it's like, what like, is going, its growing. length? Uh, I think it's around like three and a half feet because it goes down like the, to mid butt, but then it's hard when you're like how tall? I'm five seven, so yeah. So I think it's around like three and a half feet at the longest part, somewhere around there. And it's uh, it gets caught in everything. It's always mm -hmm. has, you know, like in lockers in high school and coats and my geese's mouths because they just really <laughs> like to chew on it. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's uh, it is a nuisance, but I something I've decided to live. With. <laughs> All right, let's do you some Twitter. Oh, I did. I did commit. It was like that moment that my cousin cut my hair. She chopped off like four inches on my birthday because she was like giving me a haircut. And then she held it up and she's like, is this good? And I told her it has to be because like the, you can't go back now. You already chopped off that amount. <laughs> I've got no choice. All right, let's do this. Dun, 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 dun. Twitter talk time. Twitter talk time. Oh, I should add time to that. Uh, yeah. I've got a Kyle Griffin here, I guess. What does this say? He says, Tucker Carlson is a fear-mongering bigot who's going to get someone killed. This isn't opinion. This isn't bias. This is an observable, obvious fact. I swear these people don't know what fact means. Yeah! <laughs> they don't know opinion or fact. Like, it, they seriously don't. And it really bothers me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, some guy, Kyle some Griffin. guy said, 
Echographin. Some some guy told me because uh, I, I put it I put the thread from the article on Twitter and some guy was like they were just nice to you to hide their deep seated racism. I know this for a fact, and I said I don't. I'm pretty sure you don't know what fact means. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. You know, I get, like again, it's the action thing too. It's like if you always treat me kindly and like as if you really aren't racist and like everything you ever do publicly and to me and to like anyone else is is non-racist and then at home to yourself you're like or even your spouse or something you're like i hate minorities or whatever <laughs> okay i don't super care because like everything else that you're putting out there like whatever you're like i we make a lot of jokes here like we say like racist stuff all the time like about me a lot too and it's just like what you say at home like i don't care if everything that your actions show that you're not yeah. doing that like i don't super care about your thoughts people have different thoughts i have like racist thoughts all like the time too because i think of a lot of jokes and stuff so it's just but like oh can't really say that but like <laughs> i'm thinking this it yeah, this is like him saying it's a fact means that he thinks he's omniscient, that he knows the future. Yeah. And then like the whole like, oh, I know what, <laughs> that, what, that they're racist for a fact. You know, it's like, OK, then you must be Charles Xavier uh, to yes. you have to be like a psychic. This is the only way that but we can know this for the fact. It's <laughs> observable and obvious, though. So apparently everyone else can know <laughs> what this is and. <laughs> not just to him i don't know i just like watching tucker carlson because he has this very clear like re listening face and like reaction faces that just kill me like it could be the most serious topic in the world and he's like dying because it's he, it's so handy to me but like, i love him but he makes uh -huh. me laugh <laughs> um i don't know what's going on here in chat i just see jb saying if we met server and Park, you <laughs> might say hi i'm julia and i would say i don't care tell me again if you last a month until you're uh, until then your name is section two I don't know, but I will agree that when I served at Second City, like we'd have like 50 to 75 people that you'd serve at a time in the dark in the theater, like you mm -hmm. ducking down to avoid the show. And I'm carrying like 20 Pilsner glasses on a tray. But then like I never remembered faces. I never remembered like like names or anything. I remembered this is where this drink goes in this seat. Like we had tables <laughs> right. and stuff. This vodka <laughs> soda is right here. And they would like swap seats and uh, uh -huh. think that I remember who they are though. I'm like, I don't know. I'm putting this drink down here. Right, you, you come it. It. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna remember anyone though. Um, all right, what's this next one? We've got oh, this one I had a screenshot because it uh, from Discord because it disappeared. They he deleted it apparently. Mm. So um, yeah. but it says from Micah White, PhD. Wow. Um, I have a confession to make. Our family lives a COVID zero lifestyle in the USA. Normally that feels isolating, but today when my kids came home bursting with happiness from a masked outdoor birthday party that we helped organize, it felt liberating. So the second tweet, because this was a whole thread about his rules about how to be zero COVID. The yeah. second tweet he goes in, he goes on to say, don't go in, go, don't go inside was his one of his rules sounds like and a horror said, movie title it does <laughs> but like he was have, he said he said that meant he had all he had everything delivered and i was like okay so you outsource going inside to low page yeah other workers <laughs> that's what you're telling me right like, they can get covid I don't care if they get COVID, but the total losers who make minimum wage or do gig jobs, 
they can get COVID. I don't mm-hmm. want COVID. That's what he was saying. And I was like, man, you are an elitist jerk. And that is like one of the main guys behind Occupy Wall Street originally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he's lost. He's, he's, he's an office <laughs> <rocker>. <laughs> What is it? Occupy Wall Street is a bunch of filthy people sleeping outside, and this guy's worried about COVID. Yeah, right. Because they're all outdoors. This thing, don't go indoors, just like all of the homeless people living there. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets it. (laughs) Greg the baritone, the call is not coming from inside. (laughs) Yes. And if it is, we can't answer it. So the serial killer or something is waiting, and like no one who's like terrified of COVID will go inside, though. So the serial killer just can't kill anyone, though. Like, I'm waiting <laughs> in the house, and no one's coming home. <laughs> Curse that COVID. Uh, what do we got here? Michael J. Stern. If you think vaccines are evil, please take your MAGA conspiracy craziness far away from me and play in your own sandbox with your anti-science pals. I'm not here for it. What was so crazy is that five times uh, August, who he's quote tweeting, is not he didn't say anything about like vac- vaccines being evil or whatever. He just like went off on like a psycho you know, response. Yeah. Okay. Let me let's read uh, the, I didn't realize that there, this is again, it's the outer. I wish they would start from the oldest up top. So then I know I don't have to like scroll down. So five times August had, had shared a th- an article that says it's time to start shunning the vaccine hesitant. They're blocking COVID herd immunity, which and that's an article from a year ago. Yeah. They've changed. They've, or I know I was talking to someone on Twitter who was like arguing but like I found out uh, the way I was like reading stuff, I'm like, no, I think we're agreeing. I think they were from outside of the U.S. Because like no one is saying that um, that the vaccines c- would stop uh, COVID completely. No one has ever said that. And they're still. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I'm like, and the video that was showing was clips of Biden and everyone else. He's like, well, why would you believe Biden? And I'm like, I don't. But that's what pe- that's the problem. <laughs> that's the point of this video. People do. And I think. <laughs> He was from out of country and he was saying like their area, they were saying like no one ever said that their scientists and doctors and stuff were saying that this is not herd immunity is like like get the illness and build up herd immunity. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that sounds great. I wish we were saying that here, but we're right. not. So like we're able mm-hmm. to like fi- figure out like, I think we're agreeing. I think we're just misunderstanding that like that is not what's going on in the U.S. Yeah. No. But, um. So then five times August had said with that share, Hi, Michael Stern. Seeing as how these jabs weren't as effective as all the experts promised, after all, I was just wondering if you're ready to take this back, apologize, and admit to spreading harmful misinformation that caused so much hate and division and cost people their jobs. And then Stern had responded with the, take your MAGA conspiracy craziness far away from me. So that's his article. that He wrote the article about shunning the vaccine hesitant. And and he's all like, well, they 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 say it doesn't stop transmission. So what? Are you gonna apologize? Uh, no, obviously not. not. No, <laughs> he's gonna really hold hold steady there. I think he's are, just are we, insecure to be that that violently angry. <laughs> Is anybody gonna bring up that guy's profile picture? He looks kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> like, what is he doing? What is he doing? 
Trying to look sexy. He looks really buff in that one, okay? Showing off his guns. Yeah, Yeah, what is he? He's a call. Okay. So yeah, he needs to have like a headshot for it, I'm sure, too. So it's the cool black and white pose, and you're looking cool. He's probably leaning against a I don't know. I hate those pictures. He wants to look sexy. He wants to, like, that's what the smolder and the look at my bicep thing is. But also yeah. pensive at the same time. It's stupid. I'm a super yes. strong genius, though. I write. <laughs> um, like, yeah, Briggs but. and brawn. This is tight sweater <laughs> is just going to pop out of. Um, if you want to make it in this business, get in position. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Spot me. Um, all right, let's see. Gonna, I, also, I was listening to the Daryl Brooks trial all day today, so I have like zero tolerance <laughs> left for just oh. nonsense. Like, <laughs> when he's like, Hey, you know, now that we know these weren't effective, you want to take all this crazy talk back? And he's like, If you think vaccines are evil, nah. and it's like, No, he yeah. never said that. Like, <laughs> why? Why are mm-hmm. we allowing adults to talk to each other this way and stay on topic? Yeah, right. <laughs> nope, not gonna happen. Oh, I and that's actually it. like why I quit Twitter for a couple of days is because mm-hmm. like people who were supposedly like I was mostly in agreement with them, but like I'm not gonna like say you go queen over everything someone says if I disagree right. with them. And like they were p- getting pissed at me for not being like 100% on their side. And like assuming because I slightly disagreed with them that I disagreed with everything they thought and i would and like blocking me over it and shit and i'm like god this is childish and i like had zero tolerance this week for that kind of behavior so i was like fuck it i'm just gonna go off twitter for a while good Uh, yes do it you don't have to look at those pictures which jbsx and rumble says is his shirt inside out talking about (laughs) (laughs) it could look like that yeah Greg the Bear channel says his opinion columnist. Someone tell me how his opinions are qualified. <laughs> oh, yeah, none of your businesses. He just lost his grip on his boyfriend in that pic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So Jake Maccabee here says Elon Musk's freelancing as a Russian agent is a great argument for the wealth tax. No person should be so rich that they are unstoppable when they go insane. Any opinion I don't agree with is insane. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> also, yeah. yay fascism. Right. Oh, they love it. They love it when when it's the power, oh, like when it's on their side. He's the chief speechwriter for Eric Holder. Uh, Did you see wait, that? which one? The was one that you one? showed? Oh, was he really? Maccabee. <laughs> Oh, former chief speechwriter for AG okay. Holder and AP Lynch. Um, communication strategist. Oh, so he's yep. just a really, he's a propagandist. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, good for him. <laughs> uh, let me see. What, okay, I think some of these can wait till later. So maybe we'll do this one. Um, we've got Alexandra M. Hunt saying, we should be moving toward a right to sex. People should be able to have sex when they feel they want to, and we need to develop services that meet people's needs without attaching the baggage of shame or criminalization. So let's talk about sex. And does she mean that in like an actual right that we have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit, not even the pursuit, the right life, liberty, and sex. You don't even just get to pursue it, you get to have it. 
Yeah, yeah and I, she wants to. I can see the ratio right there. she deserves it honestly that is such a crazy thing to say she grew up in a naked family like you can just tell she grew up in a naked family (laughs) (laughs) well like it starts as a thread because like men are not having sex as much as they used to especially Mm, like under 30 like they they're having less sex and everyone's like what is going on here and like well there's i think it's a a bunch of variables Uh going on one of them being the me too movement and another one being like empowerment feminism and another one being tinder the like i think it's like the top 10 percent of guys on there are getting like 100 percent of the women Mm -hmm. uh so it's like there there's a huge problem going on with why men are not getting laid anymore or just forming relationships but like this this solution is not to create an entire sex slave class, okay? <laughs> That's not <Right>. a solution. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that gets a little rapey. <laughs> you know? I don't, oh. When you're talking right. about a right, that means someone can't refuse it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. that's yeah, that's the issue of like, because I don't care if people like if. Again, I was saying this last night too, though. Like, people can, I don't care if you have like a consensual voluntary exchange of services and money or whatever, like that. Like, I'm, I'm actually like, I don't care what people mm-hmm. want to do. But, but like, trying to say that it's a right to it. And I'm like, don't people already have like, should be able to have sex when they feel they want to? When they aren't feeling like, are they being like, you know, strapped down and like where they locked up though like who doesn't already have the right to be able to do this so like (laughs) you can develop services like they're just like separate things that like yeah these things can happen but it's not a right to it well that was the thing a lot of feminists pointed out that it's like you're talking about like the handmaid's tale you're talking about marital rape essentially you're Mm -hmm. essentially saying these things are allowed again yeah go ahead adam I was just going to say, at minimum, they're talking about a uh, a prostitution state because uh, you're going to need a whole lot of women to have sex with a whole lot of guys who are not getting laid and keep mm-hmm. up with the demand yeah. of having sex. Like that, that just sounds like a wholly deprived society. Uh, and I don't, I don't think that's a good thing whatsoever. Um, yeah. Does she mean it this way? Probably, but obviously she didn't think this through unless she's a complete fucking maniac, but I don't know who this lady is. Um, mm, yeah. But, yeah. Well, she kept, like, she, she was replying to people and, like, freak. I don't know. She. It's one of those things where it's, like, people are insecure, so they start freaking out about, like, their point. They're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh. And, you know, like, I, I see that happen a lot on Twitter when these people have threads that are, like, super dumb and then they start they they have they get super insecure and they start replying to everyone like <laughs> you know yeah i yeah. think i don't think twitter is a place for hot takes uh, <laughs> I <don't> think, <laughs> uh like i see i see nothing positive coming from it and i don't think twitter is a place for you to think out stuff it, it's not <laughs> you either believe this very thing and you defend that position uh or you don't so, like, I think me being on it for a period of time and having, a, you know, thankfully a lot of success on it and growth on it in a, in a short period of time, I figured out what works and what doesn't work. And when you do hot takes, you might get a lot of followers pretty quick or argue with people. You get mm-hmm. followers, 
but what, what what's the quality of the followers that you get and what kind of attention are you getting? Is it the right, right. kind of attention? Mm -hmm. Like, are you getting ratioed by people because it's such a dumb idea that you're saying? Because people, people, they're like sharks in the water. We can't, what's the new ratio for today? And then it's just like some person saying, yeah, everybody yeah. should be able to have sex. It's a right, like, oh, this is it. Boom, man, just trash the person mm -hmm. and you have to deal with it. So. Thankfully, I haven't I haven't been ratioed because I don't say shit like that. Makes <laughs> <laughs> good. I you know I say stuff, I say stuff that makes sense. It's it's ninety eight percent of the time it's thought out and I just put it out there and I schedule a lot of tweets as well, which helps a lot too. Mm -hmm. um, so you know there are ways to go about it without without coming across like an idiot. So, <laughs> Yeah. You should do like lessons on that. So tweet about like here are instructions on how to not be a Twitter twat. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, yeah. And Arnala in chat too says Gov funded more like yeah, exactly. They think too like okay, if this is a right, then like who's making this happen? Like, and it's right. gonna be a government. Like, and well, like no, like if they have to make the service happen, like Lydia Sour Patch Lids there. Lydia was saying like it's a positive right though, which like no, like those aren't gonna be good. Um, and then you'll yeah. see people saying, uh, like how they say uh, abortion is a right, right? They may try to make that argument. But then they say, well, we should have affordable abortions. Could you imagine them saying we need affordable hookers? So then you have the government involved in all of, yeah. Right. Well, they're doing that in some states with uh, with drugs. Like, oh, it's affordable heroin, a safe place to do heroin. Like, it's like, this is, and, and. From what I understand, they aren't actually safe. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, well, you failed on that level sure. anyway. Uh, but like, yeah, they keep wanting to do that. And it's like, uh, we, are, we are like vastly, you know, like quickly approaching a Judge Dredd, Meta City One kind of dystopia here where like yeah. everyone is uh, like hopped up all the time. No one has a job and everyone's having sex and it's aimless and awful and the the number one like thing going on is crime like it feels like that's what they're building towards and it's like i don't know about you but that's not the life i want okay i i'm not interested in those things so could we could we not go that direction as a society <laughs> yeah it's, the um, it's crazy talk alex um <laughs> So I so there are other ones too, but we can save those for later. Just one last like newsy topic we'll just talk about real quick is uh, <laughs> the lettuce what? one trust steps down as British PM ending stormy forty five day run. Right. I, I I I don't I don't even know what to say. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I haven't followed I don't follow anything over there, but I think it's just like forty five days and that's it. Like what happened over there? Anyone in the UK in chat? Can you? You've seen elaborate? the lettuce though, right? No, like a live no. stream of a head of lettuce with like glasses on it and lights and stuff, and it was literally like just like counting to see if the lettuce would like deteriorate before she stepped down. No. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. That's hilarious. That's what that was. Oh yeah, my god. The lettuce one. Oh. The only like UK news oh, that this. I follow is like yes. they're, they're <laughs> Oh my god, the celebration music. Yep. 
Okay. We're going to get demonetized for that now. (laughs) (laughs) The only news I follow about the UK is them arresting people for posting mean tweets on the internet. That's the only thing I follow. Like, is their censorship shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, I try not to think about them. But that's hilarious that the lettuce out. Yeah, I'm not surprised that lettuce. Yeah, I think it could last that long. Whoever did that is hilarious. Pulse is longer than CNN Plus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it did not last. So, okay, well, that's amazing. And I'm curious, too, who did the the lettuce. Um, And JB in chat says, good guest today. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you, Adam. Although we're blocking Mm -hmm. your face out with that chat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah we really appreciate it uh can you tell like you have at wrong speak on there so i know he's on twitter and i think it's the same we've got on i think i tagged you on gab and because I, I post like twitter gab true social getter and stuff and so i kept trying to see like what's adam on is he on these things so I was just trying to tag <laughs> but uh, um yeah i i have getter but I, i'm not active on it yeah. um I don't know who anyone is, but uh, <laughs> just in case they are, and we're posting yeah. there too. But uh, so yeah, so you can find you at wrong speak and very, uh, wrong underscore speak. And then where else can they find you? Uh, it's the same handle on Twitter, uh, Facebook. It's wrong speak Adam. Um, yeah, I, that's mostly it for, for social media. Uh, definitely check out wrong speak Substack, uh, wrong Com. Excuse me, I'm messing up. Um, check out my personal Substack, uh, which you were showing earlier, adambcoleman.substack.com. Um, if anybody ever wants to write an article like Alex did, uh, which I've been waiting for another article from Alex I at some point. Come on, Alex. I, I have an idea. During the stream, I got an idea. I will. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> inspired Perfect. her. Um, yeah, uh, definitely. If you're interested, send an email to submissions at wrongspeak.net and we'll discuss it from there. Um, and for people, because we didn't really talk about wrongspeak, but for people uh, who are interested in wrongspeak, uh, what we're trying to do is promote free speech. And um, I've been trying to build a platform where uh, I help to promote other people who are less known as writers. Um, right now, I have three, technically three paid writers. Um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a millionaire or anything like that, but I, you know, I give them something as compensation to keep content coming through and to support them as writers. Um, starting in December, I'm going to be moving into another phase of, for one, writing my second book and also to try and publish other people's books. Uh, so I have a couple people, um, in mind, I'll have more time to to dive into that than I do now. Um, but yeah, definitely check out Wrong Speak. And, and if you want to hear my personal thoughts, um, I put it all on my sub stack. So Wrong Speak is for the people. Awesome. Yeah. All right. I think I posted several links in chat. So <laughs> so you guys can find that there for now. And then we'll post more in the description or those in the description. Um, yeah. Let me think. Oh, Steph, thank you for watching the show. We really appreciate you sticking around. And then we appreciate Adam coming here. And uh, housekeeping again. We've got Book Club, October 30th, uh, Slaughterhouse 5. Yes. Kurt Vonnegut. 2 p.m. Eastern Eastern time. 
Um, Juliet will be doing that. So, and if you want to join in, please join in. I need to remember that I need to email G-Man. He sent a thing. Like I need to send one out to G-Man. This is a note to self that I'm putting publicly that people can remind me. <laughs> uh, watch him not show up though. Cause that's, that's how it's going to happen. So uh, email speak at unsafe space or Beverly at, or tweet me or discord I'm around um so let me know if you guys want to join in uh and then i think that's it right yes yeah. okay. yes <laughs> <laughs> um follow us elsewhere too we're all on social media at some point i think i've got the dim side i'm at the dim side on everything and then alex's alex of all trades on a lot of stuff juliet didn't put stuff on there but i know she's truth seeker eight Nine eight seven, I think. Or close. Is eight four number. eight seven. Eight four eight seven. Darn. <laughs> um, so close. I'm gonna remember that next. Like I remembered. Oh, also, I didn't. I should have asked you prior to this. So I'll say generally, you have a birthday coming up in the future. Are you are you okay to like announce yes. when that is? Okay, because I don't want to like dox when your birthday is. Gosh, it's so soon. Oh wow. But am I allowed to say? Yeah. Right. On Sunday, right? So that's the 23rd, October 23rd. I have another friend whose birthday it is. So happy early Yay. birthday to Juliet. Thank you. <laughs> happy birthday. Um, I'm and right. I, I think you and Alex are like the same age, I think, I believe. Yeah. I'm 35. I don't, I don't. Make I'm turning calls, 35. But... Yeah. So. So you're close. Me and Adam share a birthday, actually. Yeah, I knew, yeah. Wow. So I so, so, and my oh, birthday is July 23rd, so it's a 23 what? and 23. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. Yeah, I remember when, uh, back when I was on Facebook, you were like, oh, thank you, everyone, for the happy birthday wishes. And you're like, on this birthday. And I was like, oh, my God, it's my birthday, too. <laughs> 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 it was pretty funny. I, like I, that Adam, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Uh, I know that Judge Lott and I have the same birthday, like Judge Lott and, and the community. So birthdays all around. Everyone seems to have a birthday. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, happy birthday again, Juliet. Happy Thank belated you. birthday to Adam. <laughs> that was back in <laughs> August then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you everyone for coming and we'll see you on Monday for narrative dissonance with some guest that I think Carter did name, but I don't remember now. So Juliet, that's more on you. You're the other oh, host. I'm, just like looking so, yeah, I'm not gonna remember. <laughs> um so yeah, we'll see you guys all next week. Thank you again. Goodbye. Peace. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe Space, check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. It would be better for your health if you forgot what you just heard. That should be easy for someone of your intelligence. 
the following co-conspirators are hereby ordered to watch CNN. Experts agree that 87,000 new tax collectors will make inflation feel like less of a problem. I think we can agree that the FBI's track record speaks for itself. If you think about it, only government-sanctioned experts should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice courtesy. Never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake. All right, we are still live, but Stevie J in chat wanted me to tell you, Adam, says, please tell Adam that being a former cute baby and being a currently cute adult are not mutually exclusive. He said you would know what that means. Just wanted to not let (laughs) (laughs) Who said that Stevie? Stevie J in chat says that. So, and I think because your picture of your profile picture used to be a baby on Twitter, right? Yeah. So maybe that's what it means, though. He says, but it says here, please tell Adam that. And then it said that he'll know what what it means. (laughs) So there you go, Stevie J. Didn't let you down. (laughs) All right. Get in this chat. Thanks, Stevie.